welcome to the Ever After Podcast. We are here to discuss how to go from dating to happily ever after God's way. And we're your hosts, Seth and Allie. Welcome to the show today, guys. And today, actually I'm going to hand it over to Allie because she is going to intro us. So what we're going to talk about today. So what are we going to talk about today, Allie? So this week, actually, I got this topic from, I was listening to the radio this week and heard, they were talking about dating and they said, keep Jesus in the middle. And I was like, well, what does that actually mean? We say that keep Jesus in the middle so much when people are like, oh, what does a godly relationship look like? And everybody's like, well, if you just keep Jesus in the middle, it'll be all okay. And, I'm and, like, and everyone shakes their heads in total agreement. It's like, oh yeah, just right in the middle. Just yeah. keep him right there yeah. in the middle. We get it. Yeah. But do we actually get it? No. At least I never got it. No, I was I like, oh yeah, that. sure I get it because I'm supposed to get it right because I'm a Christian. So I should be able to understand what this means. But like I, it, it seems like a simple enough concept, right? Yeah. Like if you don't get it, you clearly can't know Christ. Clearly. <laughs> Uh, so anyway I was just like well who else may need to know what that actually looks like and I don't really think I knew what that looked like um, when I started intentionally dating Um, and I think that's kind of when you get that commas in college or whatever when you're actually intentionally dating um, and wondering what you know, your Christian dating should look like. You always get that um, comment of keeping Jesus in the middle. So, yeah, I mean, when you first start, like, really taking, like, a serious look at what dating should look like and what it leads to, I think you start asking questions like, if I'm going to do this, is there a way to honor Christ with the way I'm doing this? Yeah. And if there is, what does that look like? Right, and Clearly, exactly. it can't be as vague as just keep Jesus in the middle. Yeah. So this is what I feel like I have learned when like what it actually means to keep Jesus in the middle. Um, so basically is you're dating with purpose. You, I'd say first, you know, like it is intentional dating. You're actually dating with the purpose of marriage, potential commitment. Um, and you have clearly defined dating. So it isn't just hanging out, um, just because you can hang out. And I think, which I feel like guys tend to yes. want to do a lot, not commit to the girls yeah. and just kind of want to make this vague thing where it's just like, well, we can hang out, maybe watch a movie, yeah. but like hang out with multiple girls. Yeah. I think I was supposed to talk on this one, but I think it's better for you to talk on it. Cause I think guys do this way more than girls. Not saying the girls do, don't do it because they definitely, there are definitely girls that do but I think yeah but girls don't know what to like girls don't know how to like get more from the guy other than just this vague hangout thing right that's and maybe then, why we have this whole conversation called DTR which I had no mm-hmm. idea what that meant until I went to a Christian college which if none of you know that's okay because I didn't either but it yeah. is called define the relationship because do you think it's still a thing though Maybe not. Maybe I'm old and maybe it was <laughs> maybe like a 2010, old. 2011 type of thing, you know? Yeah, maybe back it when y'all were in like junior high, right? Maybe it doesn't exist anymore. 
but it did when we were in college and it um people had to have the this DTR and it was always like oh they're in the lobby you know in the student center or they're in the lobby of the dorms what are they doing oh they're totally having a DTR and I'm like what is a DTR you know I came from a public school I went to a public college and then transferred to a Christian college so I had no idea what the heck that even meant um but typically I felt like I noticed that all these girls had to have these DTRs because the guys would just hang out and then you're like okay are we just like hanging out because we're friends or is there something more to this? So it's like that awkward conversation. Should I have this conversation? Does he like me? Does he not? Are we just friends? We hang out. He sometimes pays for my coffee. So, you know, and it's like girls try to read into every single thing. So, yeah. And guys actively avoid doing anything that adds any concrete boundaries to the relationship because they just want it to be easy, which, you know, is understandable from a certain perspective, but um, if you're a guy and you're listening to this and you find yourself doing that, just really got to think about what you're doing to the lady and how much confusion you're causing her and potentially hurt. Um, because I'm sure after a while, you're probably messing with her heart a lot, and you're definitely not you're definitely not active in protecting her heart or making sure that she feels like she understands what's going on. So she's probably confused and things. So it's really not you know, being too considerate of the girl in those situations. So I think there's, uh, there's a lot to be said from, you know, at least like we say, this is our first point. So we think there's a lot to be said for making this, uh, defining the relationship, making sure there's clear, concrete understanding of where you guys are so that no one's confused. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important because it helps reduce the girl getting hurt, the girl reading too much into it, the girl dealing with, you know, just kind of like this, doesn't know and then obviously you know it's a chance for the guys to kind of step up and lead where things are going and obviously be a little bit more in control of the type of relationship that they have with someone so so what would you like suggest of a guy to say like to a girl during this would you say like i say intentionally like want to get to know you no no don't don't be that lame just say hey i like you and I want to spend a lot more time with you. Would you be willing to go on a date with me? And just be really upfront. And then if she says no, that's okay. And just move on. But just be honest with her. And don't be like, hey, do you want to come by and maybe uh, go watch a movie? Maybe watch a movie. Yeah. And then like never text her again. Or, you know, or the other one too is. Like, if she's going through things and whatnot, don't be, like, her emotional boyfriend where you're just there for all of the things she's going through. Like, you need to be either just her boyfriend and committed to her Mm -hmm. or not committed to her and not around her, like, in that capacity. I don't know. Yeah, and just don't be afraid to say, hey, I like you. I want to go out with you. That's okay. And, like, there shouldn't be anything scary about that. And, again, if she says no, that's fine. Move on. Mm -hmm. But if she says yes, you're going to love that answer. So don't be afraid to just say, hey, I like you. I want to like actually date you, get to know you better, and you know, pay for all your coffees. And then the girl doesn't have to wonder about anything. You guys can move on to the next step, which is getting to know each other and start building a better relationship. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Good yeah. job, babe.
So guys, don't miss out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so, and then our second point would be, you know, treat the other person you are dating with respect physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, so this is all what I think second the, point of keeping Jesus is in the middle. Point, but it's got a couple of things to it. You know, it's got the sub points in there. Definitely. Yeah. So this I, is huge though. This is, I think a really big one. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you are dating someone that you want to marry, I think you taught me a lot about this, but keeping that person, what do you always say? Like you view that other person, like how you would want them to treat your future wife or whatever. What do you always say? Yeah. Like if, if I'm a guy dating a girl, I don't know that I'll marry, but like I'm in a relationship with her. I want to treat her like how I hope that the guy who's dating my future wife is treating her. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just a, it's just a way to be mindful of like, you know, you're the lady you marry or the man you marry is out there somewhere mm-hmm. and, you know, be showing them the same respect, um, be showing the person you're with currently the same respect as you hope the person that's with your future significant other, that same respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's big because uh, I mean, obviously big. it sets you up to not, um, like a little nugget of truth. Okay. Yeah. Drop it's a nugget, bombs. nugget, nugget bombs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I always feel like that's helpful. Now, I'll say that I always did a great job of that. But I think looking back at something that I can say that it clearly defined a difference between my interaction with ladies because I started to think of them that way. Like, this is someone's future wife. So am I going to be a, a positive interaction? Like, obviously, doesn't mean we'll get married for sure. But at least she's not going to have to look back and say, like, that guy was a mistake in my past or her husband. Just like I don't want my wife to you know, Allie now to look back and be able to say this guy was a mistake because obviously I intend only harm for that person. (laughs) So, but if he could be a good respectable guy, at least I can understand, Hey, it didn't work out. That's fine because I got her and I hope the best for him, but you know, yeah. 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 And I think too, you know, we say physically, so that's definitely encompasses purity. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and emotionally just huge girls, like do not get so, you know, I'd say emotionally invested, like treat them. I'd say, I think sometimes with women, we give too much of our hearts away and we're not, um, I don't know, having those emotional boundaries that we need to have. Um, and so... I think sometimes when we give too much of our emotions away, we can get caught up in that. And so I'm trying to think, but yeah, I feel like there's a big tendency for girls to invest a lot more emotionally than guys do. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's just something I think ladies need to recognize because, um, guys won't notice that or understand it Mm -hmm. in quite the same way that women will feel it and deal with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've seen this a lot. Right. With friends and things where it's just and like. Like there's a reason like the Lord's, you know, it says in Psalms like guarding, guarding your heart. Like, yeah. Um, what is it? The wellspring of life or something. I could be quoting that wrong. Um, yeah. But. Sounds right to me. <laughs> that sounds good. But um, basically, you know, I th- it's really important. Don't 
just because you're dating doesn't mean you need to give they that person needs to know every single thing about you you you're you are dating so um just take everything as it comes um don't get so emotionally invested so um quickly so and spiritually so make sure you're treating that other person you're dating um with respect spiritually mm-hmm yeah, I think that's just a good thing. I mean, really, we're talking about like your mental self, your physical self, and your spiritual self. Mm-hmm. And when you're dating someone and you're not committed to them for the long term, you need to make sure that you're not giving away too much of those things to them mm-hmm. and allowing them to impact those things too much. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just not the proper place for them. You shouldn't be a fully connected to anyone until you're married to them. Mm-hmm. Or even really seeking that path until like you know... Like, this is the person I'm marrying. Yeah. And obviously, and I think we get this thing, too, where we're like, hey, you know, like, I'm going to get to know this person, like, 10 million percent right now, two years into dating. And it's like, well, I mean, you could be dating and married and know each other eight years plus, like Allie and I do, and we still don't know each other. Like, we're still going to know each other better next year than we did this Mm -hmm. year. And we've known each other better every single year Mm -hmm. we've been together. Mm -hmm. And even more so since we got married. But it's never, like, a thing that stops. So I think just, like, you have to know if you don't keep those things there, you're just going to continue pouring more into those people or giving them more of you. And that's going to hurt you a lot in the end. Especially if you're not with them. Like, especially if they're not your husband. You know, you've, you've just crossed those emotional boundaries. Um, that you may should have with your husband. And I think if, um, girls and guys, if there's a, your significant other is not respecting you spiritually and is not respecting your beliefs, it's not, um, it's not even, I'd say respecting is also dealing with like encouraging your walk spiritually. So if they're not respecting your relationship with the Lord, they need to be out. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think they should take your spiritual walk uh, extremely serious. Yeah, yeah. Because that is a, a massive part of your life. And, and you know, and that's just a good sign, like we talked about in the previous episode. Right. This is a good red flag. If they're not right. going to be that person, then that's okay. You right. do you until you find the person that can can do that for you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's say the third. Number yeah, three. go ahead. Last one, um, I'd say, is also dating with, Jesus in the middle or dating with purpose mm-hmm. is being committed to God's expectations of your heart and actions while you date another person. Mm. That's a tall order. Mm-hmm. So what's that look like? You can't laugh <laughs> on here. Um, I can go. Okay. I think that looks like you sitting down, taking a serious look at who God wants you to be first. Mm-hmm. Because the most important part of any relationship is that you're working on yourself first. So you can't be um, living up to God's expectations of, like, in a relationship with someone if you can't live up to mm-hmm. God's expectations on yeah. your own. Yeah. So it's not to say that there's some, like, line we can cross. But, like, if that isn't your focus and you're not trying to be, um, I don't want to say, like, a better Christian because I don't really think there's anything, like, we're all just kind of, you know. Striving to be more like Christ daily. Yeah. Yeah. So we should all be 
we should all have that focus. So like, but is there actual progress being made? Is there actual change in your life? Is there something that you can see like this year? Like God's done this much in me and I have sought him and I have, you know, I've been committed to him. If those things are happening, then, then I would say, obviously you can kind of move on to the next step, which is trying to start a relationship with someone else who also has that same view, perspective, goal, desire Mm -hmm. as you. But it's going to be really hard to get those things to match up in a relationship if you're not there when you start. Um, Yeah, you need to be doing that on your own. And I mean to make that a little bit more concrete because I don't want this to be some like vague thing, but like how's your purity? How is your reading of scripture? How is your prayer life? Are you meditating on scripture? Are you meeting with someone who's challenging you in scripture? Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to say that every single one of these things has to be done every single day, mm-hmm. but I think there's a season of your life where if purity is an issue, then that season of your life you're working on purity. Mm-hmm. Or if talking to God's like not something you're doing a lot of, then maybe a season is, and a season could be a year, a season could be three months. Mm-hmm. But like that season is you're you're working on building a better relationship by talking to God. Um, so like yeah. for me, for instance, I feel like recently I am like cool with maybe learning a lot about scripture, but I don't feel like my interaction with God is as n- normal as it's been in the past. So something I feel like I have to work on this season is um, interacting with him more, meditating on scripture more. And, uh, obviously, and then the other side of that too, is like, um, just seeking to like work through the fruits of the spirit because maybe right now I'm not dealing too well with patience. So then, um, that's, you know, this season is patience. So it's like, if, if you can say that these things are happening, that's a really great place to be. And, you know, if you're not committing yourself to, to becoming the best version of yourself that God wants you to be, which is what he intends for us, then it's going to be really tough to have that trend in a relationship with someone else. Right. Have so. a successful dating relationship. If, you know, if you're not, if you're not committing to God's expectations, you know, of your heart and you're not like, if I feel like I noticed like when my relationship with God is off, often my relationship with Seth is off because I mean at that point what else isn't off too right just and everything in general so I don't think you can expect a you know date with purpose or have Jesus in the middle of your relationship when you aren't committing to God's expectations first so yeah um, and it only gets harder with someone else like it's not Going yeah. to be easier when you bring more people into it. Because you're bringing two sinful people in a relationship yeah. to so, reflect God. Yeah. Yeah. In so really, relationship I mean, with the church. If you're doing the math there, it's not looking positive. Yeah. So really, if you're not, if you're not committed to this, it's going to add a lot more difficulty to a relationship. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, it's super helpful when you're dating somebody that is also committed to God's expectations because it's you're challenging each other and you're challenging each other to, you know, like with Seth, I think, you know, hopefully, you know, when maybe that's not my struggle. And so I'm challenging you to maybe get in God's word more. Same with me. It's like with my Uh prayer life, 
you know, you're challenging me and helping me, you know, to be able to have those expectations. Um, I guess that's where I'm going with that. I don't know. Yeah. I just no, no, I mean, topic, that's okay. That's okay. Hey, we do that sometimes. <laughs> but honestly, to say, uh, to kind of wrap that point up too, I think that the most important thing to really know is that if your heart's desire is to be following Christ in, in a bigger way every day mm-hmm. um, and allowing him to have a bigger impact on your life every day, obviously you're already on the right track. So mm-hmm. maybe the next two, the two things to work on uh, when you first start dating or when you're looking for someone is just to be making sure you're on the same page with them in that area. Yeah. Yeah. So, which yeah. is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I say that's, kind of it to wrap it up yeah that's yeah. kind of what we feel like in three quick points mm-hmm. um we're working on quickness yeah what uh what it looks like to keep jesus in the middle yeah so hopefully that gives you some better a little bit more concrete idea yeah. around it rather than just like that whole saying oh, yeah sure yeah oh oh totally i can do that yeah. Wait, I don't know what that means. Yeah. You know? Like what what should I be doing to actually keep Jesus in the middle? Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you all for joining us. If you have questions, um, download the Anchor app, and you can actually record your question and then send it to us if you mm. follow us. So it's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure there's, like, YouTube videos and stuff on how to do it. It should be simple. But, um, yeah, so download the Anchor app. It's for iPhone and Android and send us your questions we'll play them in our next episode or whenever it relates to the topic and also follow us on instagram at ever after talk and yeah that's pretty much it for the day so we are gonna take off and -hmm. we'll catch you all next time keep jesus in the middle yes (laughs) now that you know what that actually means all right go out and do it yeah see you guys (laughs) later bye